Hi, I'm Amy Schneider, and these are just cards. So it's Friday, everybody. That's exciting. Uh, it's good news indeed, especially for those of us on a Monday through Friday work week. But I think just generally having a good mood around, even for the rest of us, probably makes Fridays a little bit better than the average day. I, I can't say for sure. Uh, and it is especially exciting day in our household because we are getting a new cat. I'll be picking it up later today while my girlfriend is at work, and we are both pretty excited about it. I'm especially excited because I've never actually had a pet before. Um, so this is, is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it, but it's also a big change having this new life in our home. I'm feeling this responsibility, and so it's gotten me thinking about change. Uh, you know, because now this is a, an identifiable change that I can point to. We are all facing changes right now, because we're all always facing changes. Change is the nature of the universe, is what makes time pass. And so, I wanted to do a spread about the changes that we're facing, uh, you know, and I'm not, didn't do one to identify the change this time, just because I happen to know what mine is, but even if you don't know what there's, there's, you can be confident that it's coming. And you can be confident that it's going to have an effect on you, so let's think about what those effects will be. Uh, so the spread I designed is uh, gain, loss, and learn. What are we going to gain from the upcoming changes? What are we going to lose, and what are we going to learn from them? Uh, so we'll start with the gain, and that is the Ten of Pentacles. Uh, pentacles are earth, and pentacles are money, food, sex. Ah, uh, they're shelter, safety, security, comfort. They're the things of the body, and they're the things of physical reality. On the Ten of Pentacles, we've seen it before. It's a kind of a it's it's kind of a weird card. It's just sort of a ordinary scene in this Renaissance-looking city. An old man sits at the gate. Uh, a couple people are talking. There's some dogs looking at the old man. Uh, but the Ten Pentacles themselves are, are layered over top of this whole image, not, not seeming to be part of the, the world of that reality, but kind of an added-on special effect, if you will. And when we've seen this card before, I've talked about kind of the, the negative, kind of the warning aspect of it, which is the idea that um, because 10 represents abundance and having an abundance of money, having an abundance of these physical things, uh, can kind of cloud your vision and can make it seem too important. And that's, that's sort of what we're seeing here is, is an inability to see these ordinary things of life. Uh, this, this cute child petting a dog and all that because we're so blinded by money. But here the position in the spread, it's telling us that there's something we're gaining out of this. So... Let's look at this sort of the, the good aspect of this card. Ah, uh, that that all all the cards, again, the beauty of the deck is that they all have this inherent ambiguity in them. And they can be good or bad depending on where they are in the spread and where you are in your life. And I think, you know, first of all, I mean, when you think about it, an abundance of physical good things is is a good thing. We all want an abundance of money. <laughs> or Darn near all of us do anyway. 
um, and we want it so that we can have those other things, especially security, especially comfort and safety. And so it's worth celebrating that abundance as well. I mean, I know I, I, we can look at this as these pentacles not obscuring uh, the things around us, but, but suffusing them with meaning and uh, with that good earth energy. Uh, remember, the, the association with money can make them seem sort of bad or, or immoral or amoral, but pentacles are not. Pentacles are just as good and just as bad, just as helpful and just as dangerous as, as any of the four suits. Uh, so the, the change that's coming is going to give us a lot of that earth physical body happiness. Uh, and that's a great thing. And... You know, there's there's still that hint of warning of not letting that us be blinded by those earth things, but there's still a gain, and there's still something that we can celebrate as long as we keep it in proportion. And then what are we going to lose? And there we see the King of Swords. Now, swords are air, and they are action and movement and change in the world. Uh, our ability to make decisions and be the prime mover. Uh, and we, we saw this uh, fairly recently, I believe, and if I'm remembering right, it was as, a, as actually a potential strength. And so to see it here as something that we're losing can give you pause for a second. It gave me pause for a second uh, to think about how I was reading this. But it, it, it makes sense in this way, which is that you know, all, all the cards are temporary. We, we never stay in any of them for, for too, too long. But swords in particular, by their nature, by the nature of air, is a temporary thing. It's never stable. You can never hold on to it. And so this king's rule uh, over air, over action, over change, was always going to be temporary. We're never going to be able to sit on that throne confidently for, for long, long stretches of time. And indeed, like the very act of using our sword's energy from that throne position, from that position of power, is ultimately going to, to move us off of it. You know, once we start making changes, uh, things become less stable and and inevitably, we lose that control and that mastery at some point for a while. It doesn't necessarily have to overwhelm us, but we can not be entirely on top of it pretty quickly. And you can see how, too, the, the suffusion of earth, earthly goods, of money or comfort or whatever it may be, uh, that this change will provide. You can also see how it's limiting, especially in terms of your ability to act. It gives you more to lose. It doesn't matter how powerful you are, if you're afraid to act, then you're not really that king. Uh, so, again, you know, that doesn't mean it's not still something that we're, we can do or that we're going to be able to get back to that position in time, because I think we will. That potential strength is going to stay within us, but I think in the near-term future, if we have these changes that are giving us these good things, then... We're going to be a little bit, a little bit restricted in, in what we can do. We're, you know, we're not going to have nothing to lose. We're giving ourselves more things to lose. Uh, and that's a good thing to do, but 
we are going to lose some of that, that freedom to act. And so giving those things, what, what are we going to learn out of these changes? We're going to come out the other side. What will we feel that we've learned out of this change that's coming up? There we see the King of Cups reversed. Ah, uh, said so the king again is rulership, but cups are water, and cups are emotions and feeling, and we see uh, this king, speaking of unstable, uh, the king's throne is on the water, uh, oddly enough, <laughs> mysteriously, uh, with a ship sailing on the waves behind him. Uh, and actually, one I, I, I'm not sure if I'd noticed this before, but that fish from the Page of Cups is also hanging out uh, on, on the left-hand side of this card, kind of behind the throne, the king isn't seeing it. Uh, and I think that that represents that the king of cups is somewhat of an impossibility, uh, because it represents command and mastery over emotions, and that's not something that's really possible. It's why we see this stone throne floating on the waves, because it's representing something that can't really be. And I think that really what we're learning from this, and, and uh, the, the reversal really drives it home, is that we are learning about that inability to master our emotions and to keep them under control. You know, again, applying this to, to my life, you know, I'm giving over some of my emotional happiness, the responsibility for it, to this new life that will be in my home. And if it suffers, I will suffer. Uh, I will not have the ability to, to, to not, you know? The cat will determine some level of my, my feelings going forwards. And that's what it is to love. It's to cede over some of the responsibility for your emotions to, to someone else. Whether it's another person, whether it's a cat, or a baby, or a political cause. Uh, we're we're seating, seating our throne, but that's all right. We could never really stay there anyway. That throne's always going to sink. The water's always going to win over the stone. So, you know, I think the message here is that we're, we're losing one throne. We're learning the impossibility of maintaining another throne. We're, we're losing some kingship. We're losing some command. Uh, because of these changes, but is that really such a loss? Do kings historically seem that much happier than other people? You know, there's pros and cons, like to everything. But we can set our crones down, get off of these uncomfortable stone thrones, walk through the gardens of our cities, see the people around us, and see what good magical earth energy is suffused in all of them. See that meaning in all things. It surrounds us. We don't command it. And we don't need to. These are just cards. <laughs>